Hi guys, welcome back to the We Run On Coffee podcast with Marissa and Erica and we're so excited about this episode because it's going to be a little different so you can tell by the title it's kind of like just me kind of talking at you guys with Erica asking me some questions. I'm still here, and don't worry. <laughs> we're, we're still going to do some uh, like talking with each other, talking like about things together but it's mostly going to be something about me because it's about moving across the country so we kind of made it a, made sense to us a little bit more that we would kind of have me talk Erica ask questions and just kind of move forward like that yeah it's gonna be fun there will be more hours like Marissa Hour and Erica Hour is what we're calling these if you have a better name idea hit us up though we're open yeah make it a little segment but we will have these probably every few weeks or every few months where we just take an hour to talk about a topic that one of us is really passionate about because if you guys know us thus far we're very different in what our passions are so it's really exciting Yeah, or we've just experienced very different things. So like Erica's bought a house and I haven't, but I've moved across the country. So I can kind of provide insight there where Erica can provide more insight on how to do the whole house buying process. Oh, yeah. That one's going to be good. She's coming. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Me too. But before we get into it, what did you do this past week, Erica? I know that we took a week off recording last week, so you kind of have a bunch of things to tell me about. Yeah, so as y'all are listening to this, we are filming a a doubleheader today. Yes. Big two episodes. So um, we're going to be catching up with you guys in both. But this past week, I have a few things that I wrote down. First of all, oh, I brought it upstairs so I could show you because I'm, I'm being a good podcaster. I'm I um, so excited. talked in my favorites episode probably a few weeks ago about my Stanley Cup dupe that I got mm-hmm. on Amazon, my Simple Modern um, Tumblr. And right now I have my tan one, but I bought another one oh, no. um, a month ago. Like it literally oh. took a month to come in because they're so backed up from people yeah. ordering them but probably I got because my of you <laughs> oh it it's it's so cute it's, it's like black a matte black yes and it is so cute and i'm not kidding i drink probably 10 to 20 cups of water a day like eight ounce cups when i have these so i'm like i need to buy another one because yeah that's just a vibe i want to drink more water it's a good way to do it who cares if it costs 20 bucks to get a new cup yeah, so, I, yeah, I love my cups. <laughs> Same. They're the best. It makes like drinking stuff more fun. So why, yes, why not? it does. And then my other one of my other updates is very exciting. And I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram story, but I've been in my making bread era. <laughs> yes. I can't stop making bread. I've made three loaves now. I have a coworker who is so cute and she is so nice. Her name is Gabby and she is like, I think, plant based. She's completely plant based. Um, so that's the first thing, which I always hear that people eat plant-based. I think that has to be hard. Like, yeah, that sounds really hard. And then she also is eating oil free right now. I think she's like trying that or that's new to her diet. And I was like, oil free and plant-based. What would I eat? I have no clue. But I'm looking at her Instagram because she's always, always posting her food and it all looks really, really good and like colorful probably because it's super healthy and I can't relate, (laughs) (laughs) but she has this recipe for three ingredient bread. It's oil-free, clean bread, three ingredients. All it is is flour, yeast, and salt. Huh. And then you just mix it with water. That's it. That's so weird because I feel like yeah. I've always heard that you need like a sugar to like kickstart the yeast. Yeah, no way. You have to basically you just mix those three things. So it's so easy. I've taught a couple people like in my life. I'm like, you can make this. I swear. Like it's super easy. It's way healthier than the bread at the store. It doesn't have pesticides on it. Like it's so good too. It tastes amazing. But all you do is mix the yeast, um, salt and flour, mix it all up. I have a KitchenAid, but you can also just literally use your hands. Mix it up into a ball and then you let it sit for two hours 
and then you hmm. bake it for 30 minutes. That's it. That sounds so, so easy. easy. It really is. It's like <laughs> one of those things that you just make it up and then leave it there and you don't have to worry yeah. about it until you cook it. So I've been in my making bread era. I've made three and oh, I learned how to do like a cut in the top. So it has a design when it cooks. Ooh. It's so cute. So yeah, I'll have to make you bread next time you're here because they're yes. really delicious. And then maybe I'll make Kyle try it with me this week. You week. should. Yeah, you guys should make it. I can send you the recipe. It's just so mm-hmm. honestly easy. And I don't know, we've been, Angela really wants to cut sugar out of our house, which I'm like, oh Lord, help me. But um, <laughs> we've been trying to be just generally healthier, like I don't know, we read stuff and we're like dextose, fructose, whatever syrup. I'm like, that's scary. Why are we eating that? So we're trying yeah. to be a little cleaner and I feel like that's a good first step. Plus, yeah. when we buy bread, it always goes bad. Like we never use yeah. it a lot. I so, feel that way about like, I know that your little trick or like hack with like the fridge of like putting your veggies in the drawers. Yes. Or the, your sauces, sauces in the drawers and your drawers. veggies Veggie on the in shelf. the wall. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I always put my veggies on the shelves and like it's only me living here so I don't have like too much on my shelves yeah. but I think like it does help a little bit more because you can see it and you're gonna like yes I always think you have to like prepare it first because if you don't like cut up the fruit or mm-hmm. the veggies you're It'll never gonna there. eat it oh a hundred percent I'm so glad you remembered my hack that's so cute yeah. because I always think about that so um listeners my life hack is that if you um I, I learned it on TikTok I didn't make it up but um <laughs> if you have sauces in your fridge like a lot of people keep all their sauces like in the door of the fridge yeah. and then they have a produce drawer which a lot of the drawers of fridges are like labeled to put produce in there but if you just put all of your sauces in a drawer and put your produce on the shelf or on the door or whatever somewhere you can see it um it tends to work a lot better because you always know when you need a sauce like you'll be yeah. eating something you'll be like oh this needs sauce but you never are eating something like this needs a veggie yeah <laughs> so it totally totally helps and i think that um have works like i've done that for years actually yeah and you'll always remember like if you're making a salad and you're like oh i'll just put lettuce but you're like oh it'd be really good with like carrots yes. and like some like onion or Pepper something or whatever yeah all the stuff i have exactly Exactly. Yeah, that's a great life hack. I can't believe you remember that. Uh, yes. Yeah, always. it's a good one. Um, so yeah, I've been in my making bread era. I'm in my housewife era. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I have a Dutch oven that I got. Like It's from Aldi. It was so cheap. I think that was like 20 or 30 bucks. My mom hmm. gave it to me for my birthday. And you just pop it in there and put it in the oven. Boom, done. So Perfect. good. And then uh, my last update of this week is very cool. Yesterday was our third ever Woman Up Market that I did yes. with my friend. So that was really awesome. Um, it was at Polaris, which is a mall here in Columbus. Kind of monumental because that's a pretty cool venue. Definitely our yeah. most notable venue yet. Our last one is at BrewDog and our first one was at a place called Freedom a la Carte. But we had our, first, our third Woman Up Market. It went super well. It was so much fun. I bought a lot of stuff. Yay. I'll actually show you. I'm wearing my new hair clip. This oh. is a fuzzy hair clip. It, it's, it's so cute, so guys. cute. I wish that like, I just can't believe I've never seen this before. And yeah. the, I got it for seven bucks. It was not too uh, bad. But the girl who um, runs the stand I got it from, it's called the Pawn Shop, P-O-N. And she hand makes, except for this. Uh, literally, I bought the one thing she doesn't hand make, but she hand makes all her own keychains, all her own earrings, all her own hair clips. Like they have these, I think you would like them. They're like a checkered print hair clip Ooh, and they're really cute. She yeah. makes those. And so she was saying that since she doesn't hand make the hair claws, she tries to source really unique ones that people haven't seen yeah. before. So I got a fuzzy hair claw and two new candles, which is very exciting mm. from some local businesses. But it was really, really fun. And then, like I said, I've mentioned this in a past episode, but our Women Up Markets always benefit a cause of some sort. Mm-hmm. So yesterday's was to benefit Freedom a la carte that I mentioned. They're like a bakery here in Columbus slash coffee shop, which 
I'm horrible and I've never been there, but I need to go <laughs> um, because their mission is to help people, um, you know, who are in tra- sex trafficking, help people get mm-hmm. jobs, um, just give people more opportunities than they would be able to get elsewhere. And they make really good pastries and coffee. I actually got a croissant sticker from them. It's very Ooh, cute. <laughs> so cute. But yeah, that's, I mean, I was I'm busy this week, but that is my week wrap up. And I am so excited to hear what you did since we haven't talked in a while. So yes. how's your week? So this week, it was a little bit hectic. So um, the start of the week was pretty easy. I Last Saturday, I ended up doing some overtime at work because we're doing a big lab renovation. And I was there oh, for yeah. like almost 12 hours. It was crazy. What the heck? Yeah, because we were doing plumbing stuff. And you know, plumbing never goes to plan. Like there's always oh, sure. got to be some sort of mistake. And so we were told that the water was off, right? (laughs) It wasn't. So they cut the pipe to adjust the fitting and it just started spewing out water. And of course it was the hot water pipe. So like it was hot water coming out (gasps) and the plumber, he like had to put his hand on to cover it. And he's like, guys, I can't hold it. I'm burning. Like I can't. So we had to like get trash cans and stuff. (gasps) And that was a whole big mess. Wait, what the heck? I cannot believe this even happened. What? Yeah. (gasps) But... We ended up, we fixed this whole situation. Nothing flooded. We were able to like get like big trash cans because we work in a lab. So we have like biohazard bins and those are pretty big. And we also have like big trash cans and big recycling bins. So we were able to get it under control enough. And then we got the water shut off and everything was fine from there. You might not know the answer to this, but like whose job was it to turn off the water? Was it not the plumber's job? The plumbers were told that it was turned off prior to their arrival. So it's not their fault. Yeah, Yeah. So... Our company or the landlord or the building engineer or whatever said, hey, the water is off. You can just go ahead and go in and get started. And it wasn't off. That is so rough. Yeah, but we got it all fixed up. We mopped the floor from the water that did land on it. No equipment was broken. No evidence so harmed. that was okay. No evidence Good. harmed. We had to get all the evidence out of the lab before the Thank renovation. God. So that was yeah. okay. Phew. And then... After that situation, I go back to work on Monday. We're, like, cleaning up everything, like, making sure everything's bleached down and all clean so we can open up lab to do, like, normal operations. Mm -hmm. And while we were cleaning things, there was a small mishap with a thermometer. Uh And if you know anything about thermometers, the old kind that, like, the the like line goes up those Mm -hmm. have mercury in them yeah and one of them broke so i had to help with like a mercury hunt basically so we like walked around and made sure there was no mercury on the floor and we had to dispose of all the mercury waste so how do you do that that? how do you test for that um you don't do anything like on your end like we knew it was mercury so we needed to just put it into different chemical waste bags that said like possibly mercury contaminated or Mm. contains mercury waste Mm -hmm. just so like the chemical company that does pick it up knows like hey this can't be mixed with certain things because it is mercury but we cleaned up that that was all fixed what a crazy (laughs) week oh my gosh i know this it's just like it sounds like all wild and stuff but this is just stuff that happens with renovations and like working in a lab where you do have mercury thermometers like this is bound to happen yeah and then what else happened? That was all fine. We opened up normal operations on like Tuesday. So oh, we good. were all like good to go. Yeah. yeah. And so Wednesday comes around and I work mid shifts on Wednesdays because I've been doing volleyball. Yes. And are you still undefeated? I, yes. Woo! So we're not only undefeated, but we are the champions <gasps> of what? the Winter League. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You guys won? Yeah. So on that's Wednesday. Insane. 
I have another story to go with Wednesday, but I'll talk about volleyball first. So we went at 9 p.m. and we played in semifinals and we won the semifinals game and it was a close one. So volleyball, you play two sets and whoever like wins the two sets, Mm -hmm. like that, like is the winner. Mm -hmm. But we had lost the first set won the second set so we had to play a third set and the third set's always played to like a lower number so Mm -hmm. it's like 15 for us in this case Mm -hmm. and the first set we had lost it was like 25 23 the second set it was like I think it was like 25 like 15 like we did really good in the second set yeah and then the third set it was literally 15 to 12 like we (gasps) almost didn't pull it out and that was the semifinals game yeah and so we won that and then immediately at 10 p.m so like our game ended at like 9 57 or something like super close to 10 Mm -hmm. and then at like 10 we started our like warm-up for the finals game oh my gosh yeah it was grinding it was a quick turnaround and then that game, honestly, it was a little easier, guys. <gasps> <laughs> so we played in the final, and we ended up winning that game in two sets, and it was really fun. And now I get to do the Spring League, which starts on wow. Thursday this week. Oh, my gosh. No no rest for the wicked. Just going no. right for it. Yes, that's really but that was, it was really fun, and I remember I played uh, intramural volleyball in college my last yeah. year, and my team wasn't good. We oh. didn't win, like, any games, and so I posted on, like, my Be Real because I kind of waited that day, and yeah. I, well, I wasn't being real. I was waiting till we won the game, <laughs> and I posted a Be Real, and somebody from college that I was, like, on the volleyball team with, she was like, how does it feel to win? And I was like, honestly, it's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be on a winning team is unbeatable, dude. Yeah, it was really fun. But on Wednesday, my I had like worked ten to six thirty and my mom was like, Hey, give me a call when you get off and I was like, Okay, cool. I'll call mm-hmm. you on my way home. So I'm calling her and I'm like driving home just to like get my stuff and then get ready to go to volleyball. And I'm about to pull in my parking garage. And I had this situation a couple weeks ago where somebody like screamed at me in the parking garage to slow down. I wasn't going that fast. He mm-hmm. was being dramatic. But I was pulling in the parking garage and I'm on the phone with my mom and she's like, Slow down. And I was like, what? I was like, are you making fun of me for, like, the guy that I told you about? Mm-hmm. And she's like, slow down. Hold the door. And I was like, what? And she was like, hold the door, Marissa. Back up. And I was like, are you here? And my parents up. showed up unannounced on oh Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. And Wait, I was – I had, like, a little shivers. I was like, I'm haunted. Was she stalking you on, like, Life 360? I'm like, what's going no, on? That's I so was, cute. I was so confused. And I was, like, I was excited because I saw them a couple weeks ago when I was home to see you for my birthday. Yeah. But they haven't been here since, like, wow. Thanksgiving time. And they're like, she we just wanted to come door. see you. <laughs> I was so confused because at first I thought she was just, like, making fun me or like telling me to slow down because I told her I was like driving into the parking garage and she was like you better slow down or like whatever because like I told her about that guy that screamed at me and she was like no Marissa hold the door and I was like are you here she said maybe your mom was (laughs) was so good she played off very well could you not see them behind you like really close I they had stopped at like so so before you get into my parking garage there's a couple parking spaces like on the street yeah and they had like stopped in one of those parking spaces and their lights were on like I remember seeing a car there with lights on but I was like yeah you wouldn't think that no, I just there. thought it was like an Uber driver yeah. or it was like DoorDash or something or somebody wow. just running in to get something. That is awesome. Yeah, but what they the came heck? and it was so fun like just being like I asked them, I was like, why are you here? Yeah. And they're like, well, we were just in the neighborhood. I was like, you no, look you six and a half hours away. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
And they had told me the day before, like I had called my mom or something, or it was maybe that day. And uh, they were like, yeah, we found this really cool seafood restaurant, like in our area that we haven't tried yet. We're going to go there and we're going to get lunch. And I was like, oh, cool. That sounds awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy it. Not them tell they they told me they were going to get seafood. They were getting seafood in Maryland. Oh, and not in Ohio. What? They had lied to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's there's so a, crazy. Yeah, there's a town called Hagers, Hagerstown that's like about an hour and a half, two hours away from here. Okay. And they had stopped there overnight the night before and like stayed there. And then they got seafood there and then dro- like drove the rest of the way. That is a really cute surprise. Yeah, it was super cute. So they came and then I they knew that Kyle was coming this weekend. Yeah. But I don't think they put like, they knew he was coming, but at the same time, I don't know if they necessarily put they two would. and two together okay yeah so they like told me hey like we're like you do whatever you need to do and I was like I mean I don't really need to do anything but <laughs> yesterday we went into Georgetown all together and I hadn't Aww. been to Georgetown yet it is so cute there they have a bunch of like sh- like cute little shops and stuff yeah. and we went and got brunch at this place called 1310 kitchen and it was Ooh. pretty good and they have like drinks named after like all of these like uh, iconic women singers oh, like it was cool. really cool yeah and then we went to this chocolate shop and it was so good <laughs> oh my gosh happy women's history month as you're listening I should yes say, because that's, yes. that's awesome but um that is so cute so it was kyle and your family yeah we all went to oh, georgetown yesterday wholesome. just to get like brunch and stuff yeah that is so nice how long is everyone staying with you um, my parents are leaving today, I believe, because they have stuff to do tomorrow. And then Kyle's staying until Thursday. So Yay. he'll be with here with me for almost a week. Yes. And then the next time you'll see him in person is Mar- uh, April? <sighs> April. But so he has like, he's done with in-person classes for the most part <gasps> wow. for the rest of the semester. Yeah. Whoa, so he just has so to close. like... He just has to do, like, his online lectures and, like, take some quizzes or tests here and there and do his homework. So he said if he's not able to work, he's just going to kind of come here whenever. Like, if he's like, I have, like, a couple days that I can come, he's like, I'll just kind of drive down and, like, hang out with you. Yeah. And – but the next time that I'll, like, see him – for sure is the last week of April. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Wow. You had a really eventful week. Yeah. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh. Okay, so tell me what you're drinking before we get too far into this episode. I know. Okay, so I, another fun update, I bought an espresso machine. Yes, you did. Oh my gosh, yes. I forgot that this happened between episodes. This is monumental. So I've been wanting one for years, like since they came out in like maybe 2016 or something, and I never bought Mm -hmm. it because they are a little expensive. They're like $170, but I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's worth it. And I was waiting until I had a chance to try some coffee. And when I visited Erica in Ohio, (laughs) she has one and I was able to try her coffee. (laughs) Yes. And it is so good. So I bought one myself and I'm drinking a a brown sugar latte. So I just put the brown sugar in the cup and brew the espresso over it Classic. and then put my oat milk in guess what i'm drinking a brown sugar latte <laughs> so i woke up late today everyone listening and i was freaking out because i woke up when we were supposed to start recording i was like shoot mm-hmm. i'm gonna let marissa down this morning i feel so bad mm-hmm. but um i just jumped right out of bed and i was like angelo could you please help me get ready faster and just like make my coffee if you don't mind he was like sure so 
I don't hear the espresso machine going. Like I'm getting dressed, I'm doing my brush and my teeth and I'm like, babe, like I hate to bother you because I asked you to do this, but like, are you going to make my espresso? Because I couldn't hear it going. And he's like, why don't you come down here and see? And I was like, what? And I came down and he had literally making us a shaken espresso. He brewed the espresso into a mason jar, put the brown sugar, put the lid on really tight, shook it so much till it had the foamy cream on uh-huh. top. And then he poured it into two cups and he made himself a hot one and me an ice one. And I was like, that's so cute. Thank Aww. you. So I'm drinking a iced brown sugar shaken espresso with a touch of vanilla creamer and some almond milk. Yay. It's so, so good. Yummy. And what Nespresso shot are you drinking? Dolce? Um, I really like the Dolce. Nice. I tried the one that you told me, like yeah. the Chiaro one, yeah, and Chiaro. I liked it, but I really, like really like the Dolce. Okay, those are my top two from Nespresso, like double shot options, but my mm-hmm. f- my favorite is the Chiaro or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce any of them, so whatever, but I actually don't know what this is because he didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. But it's good nonetheless. Yeah. But so yes, yummy. big Nespresso girlies now. Yes, we are. We'll have to share our um, coffee orders on on the Instagram. Not orders, but yes. what we make at home. What we make, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, you guys, what we are talking about today is how to move halfway across the country. Because Marissa yes. did this. And if you've listened to a few episodes so far, you've definitely gotten a lot of insight. But today I have some more like really straightforward, like guided questions to ask Marissa too. Um, because I want to know about the logistics. I want to know how yes. much like something costs. I want to know just the behind the scenes like beyond the feelings part so yes we're gonna get down and dirty um yeah so marissa do you want to take us away with like when you moved and how old you were and why yeah so i um, ended up moving last june so june of 2022 and I moved from Ohio to Virginia, and that's about six and a half hours of driving. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's like 450 about miles. And that was because I was graduating college and I was applying to jobs. And the only one that responded back to me, which uh-huh. is totally okay, was one here. And it is... Uh, like in the Northern Virginia area where I'm living now. So I had to get all my stuff together and move because my career does not allow the luxury of working online. Yes. Sorry about that, guys. That's That's okay. But um, yeah, that is the reality of job hunting after college. A small tangent is one says yes and you go there. Yes. Like, I think people, I don't think people talk about enough the struggle of getting a job after college. I've always thought that. I like, I was applying to jobs for nine months, I think, till I finally got something and it was like one option. Yeah, I interviewed I started, at a ton, but like one option. <laughs> I only got one interview too. That's crazy. So I was I wasn't like backed into a corner because I don't want to say that because I really right. do enjoy my job and I really do enjoy the opportunity it's given me to grow in my career. For sure. But I I started applying to jobs in November of 2021 mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard back from any of them. And then I think it was like February of 2022 and that's when I finally had heard back and they're like hey we'd like to do a phone interview with you and then they were like okay we're gonna schedule a real interview with you and then so on and so forth and then I got the job that's really exciting yeah it's such a I don't know such a weird hard time maybe we should do an episode sometime about post-grad because it's like really hard to get a job after yes everyone does something different like some people go home to their parents some people have an apartment people are all in different places at that point in life which is so weird but definitely um so were you moving alone I was so I I was kind of moving alone but in the sense of like I had a roommate that was coming with me and I know I just said earlier that I live alone there was a whole situation and we don't have to get too far into it but I do live alone now but it's in the same apartment that I moved here Mm -hmm. uh to like I signed the lease with and so I I moved here 
with the knowing that I had a roommate and that was like the only person I knew in the area, but yeah. it was more like we're moving together but separately because we're we weren't like super close friends we were just like all kind of trying to like yeah we were moving here because we got the job together and we just right. happened to know each other and it was just like i mean I'm, it was probably i'm assuming it was probably nice to just be familiar with someone even if you yeah. were best friends it's like at least you can both be new together yeah and especially because you're having the same job and it was just like happenstance yeah. that we fell into like the roommate situation That's honestly so nice yeah I would have been I would have been worried to move to a new state and have to pick up a random roommate and like do the whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah. <sighs> College that would have been is scary. one thing, but a new state is like a whole other thing. Yeah, and especially because like you don't know anybody else. Like you're coming out here not knowing anybody from the area or anybody that lives in the area currently. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Definitely jump into if you have any other points, but I'll keep going on my questions. Okay. Um, how so the next question i have that that was my timeline and reasoning question so yes now you all know marissa's story and if you want to know more about it go to our 22 things marissa learned being 22 episode yes i did dive into that one that was a great one that's a great episode so highly recommend but my next question then um these questions are around the theme of like what what it was like to move so how did it actually feel to leave everything you knew because you're born and raised here right Yes. Yeah. I was born and raised in Ohio, grew up there, went to school there, everything. And I, I think I talked about this in the 22 things episode Mm -hmm. as well. I felt completely devastated that I had to move. I felt like my life was ending, that nothing was worth it. Like I, I didn't know what was on the other side. And me and Erica have talked about that, about this in the past. And we're both very big planners. And I felt like I couldn't plan anything because I didn't know what was there. Yeah, kind of out of your control, to be honest. Yeah, it was it. all all out of my control. All and I variables. felt, yeah, I felt like I was like being thrown into like this big mixer and I didn't know like what what I was like being made into, you know, like yeah. a big like one of those big pizza dough mixers. Yeah. I was being thrown in there with a couple of other things. And then I was like, what am I, what is going to yep. happen after this? Marissa's the flower. Yes. <laughs> in the, in and I recipe. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what else was going in that recipe or what I was becoming, but it was happening. That is so funny. Okay, so, yeah, that totally makes sense, and I kind of knew your answer, but I wanted everyone to hear. Yeah, I also want to ask you, on the contrary of that, how did it feel to start fresh and, like, get a fresh start on kind of everything? It was so nice, and that kind yeah. of goes into one of my points as well. So I, it was so nice to be able to just, like, start over because I was, like, Yes, I wanted to be able to stay in an area where I was close to my friends and where I was close to Kyle and I was close to family and stuff. But at the same time, I was like, I get to become whoever I need to be or whoever I want to be. Because there's there's no, like, there's no guide on what you do post-grad. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody has a written manual of what you do. And I felt like being thrown into a situation where everything was going to change, I had the opportunity to make those big changes. And you kind of talked about it in a past episode about how when you went to college, you were like, I'm going to be this outgoing person. I'm going to talk to everybody. And I was like, okay, I can kind of live in my like introverted era until I start work because Mm -hmm. like I was like I need to build myself back up I need to like get everything ready in my apartment I need Mm -hmm. to prepare to to go into from your injury yes I needed to heal from my injury and I I felt like it was so nice to be able to move here and like my roommate didn't move in for like a couple of weeks until after I did so I felt like I had that whole time time. it was like three weeks where I was just like we're gonna we're gonna become our own person like completely on our own we're gonna find the places to go in the area go on walks whatever and then 
once like people start coming and into my life, like with work and my roommate comes, like then I can start like building myself out as a person instead of doing like the more introspection. Yeah, that's really, really nice. And I feel like that speaks to a point that not to spoil, but I feel like this is something I've learned since I've been 24. So it'll probably be in that episode. But I have to Uh say now because it's such a big topic is two things can be true at the same time. They're allowed like you're allowed to be devastated that you have to leave home and so excited to be a new person like you're allowed to both and I feel like people don't talk about that enough especially our like this new generation is so like cancel culture like you feel one way Mm -hmm. you feel it forever it's no like that's just not true people are so dynamic like we have so many feelings so I like talking about like yeah you can be sad and happy yeah and I was I was so happy like when I when I got the job, because I knew I was going to be able to start my career, I knew I was employed after graduation. Yeah. And I was so happy to, like, be able to finally have a space that felt like mine. Like, I'd always lived in apartments or dorm rooms with roommates. And I was like, oh, I can, like, make this True. space genuinely my own. And with that comes one of my points. And one of my tips to moving across the country mm-hmm. is de clutter as much as you can and you can probably speak to this as well like moving from an apartment to a house like you had a little more space but it's still like you want to start fresh when you get somewhere and you need to get rid of all those extra things that you don't need like I threw out so much stuff and like I went through all my clothes because I was like I don't want to travel heavy like I want to travel with what I need so I donated so many clothes I threw out the clothes that had like stains and stuff that shouldn't be donated I threw out like a bunch of like my not knickknacks but like the things that were just taking up space that I didn't like hold any value with yep and I like threw out so many like just things that I didn't need and it felt so clean when I like it feels so good to get rid of crap that yeah it's kind of useless to you at this point yeah so when I moved in and like we were unpacking the truck and everything and I was like oh my goodness I have space and I I've always like I've had enough stuff that I need to like live and I've had excess in the past and stuff but it felt so nice moving out of my old apartment and like moving into this one because my last bedroom in my old apartment was like tiny like there was a there was a full-size bed a desk and a dresser and that was about it that's Mm -hmm. all I could fit in there and my roommate last year Courtney she one of my roommates last year she would always come in my room and she's like Marissa you don't fit in this space like you Mm. don't have that much stuff but you don't fit and you like I know that your life feels like uncomfortable because you don't fit and I couldn't keep anything clean because I didn't fit in the space yeah and then I sent her a video and she's like you finally fit in that space and it looks so good for you and I was like thank you (laughs) just imagine too when you get to move in with Kyle and you guys get to like have your own style and do your own thing like yeah we were talking about it yeah we were talking about it a little bit last night and it's just like we're so excited to be able to like actually like buy things together that's going to be helpful to the both of us instead of us both having it (laughs) because that gets so annoying oh for sure that's huge wow that's really awesome okay so I want to also know and ask you what it was like to adjust to a new city's culture and if you found it to be a lot different from Columbus slash the Midwest or not because now you're an east coast girl yeah, so the driving is very different here. Oh, that's so, really interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm actually so excited. I have no idea that, what I'm about to say. That was the thing that like huh. shocked me the most, like the culture shock the most. Yeah. So a lot of people in the Midwest, especially in Ohio, they're very nice drivers. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you get some people that aren't very nice sure. drivers, but they're like, okay, you can get let over. You mm-hmm. can, you can turn like 
if we're stopped at a light, we follow yeah. these rules of you go and then the other we person might goes. We you, but we don't hit you. Like, we let yes. you go. <laughs> but here, people are very aggressive drivers, which is, which is okay. Yeah. You just... You don't travel the speed limit. You follow the flow of traffic. If you right. are traveling the speed limit, you are not driving. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's pretty annoying. Wild. But also, at the same time, you you don't... I My dad always taught me this, like, growing up. He's like, get in the lane you need to be in and travel at the speed you need to travel at yeah. and then stay there. Yeah. You don't do that don't. here. You weave in and you out and around. you get around oh, everybody. And... That was the hardest part to, like, get used to. Like, you yeah. need to travel with traffic, mm-hmm. but you also need to travel around the traffic because there is so much here. Like, mm-hmm. that's just a dense area, so you have to, like, weave and bob throughout yeah. the tr- lanes and everything just to get around everybody. So that was the biggest thing. And then I would say, like, this area is just so diverse. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, like people that are moving from other countries, they all come okay. to this that area because they, they know it's a melting pot. So. Yeah. I know that Columbus is also kind of like this. Like, they have, like, big populations of international people. Yeah. But I would say it's, like, it's really, really di- diverse here. Like, there's sure. so many different kinds of people. And with that comes so many different kinds of food. Oh, and yeah. And I, I haven't really been able to branch out that much and, like, try, like, the Thai or the Korean or the mm-hmm. different kinds of restaurants or stuff. But I would love to just because, like, there's so much more, like, densely surrounding Mm -hmm. my area like there's so many like I would say like a lot of different types of Asian cuisine seem to be prevalent here and then they also have like Greek food which I love but they have a bunch of different uh like restaurants and stuff like that here that's what we'll have to do when we come visit check out like a new restaurant yeah that's really cool I think that makes a lot of sense I mean I feel like that's probably the case for a lot of like the coastal states up there Mm -hmm. but you I'm guessing also maybe getting a lot of spillage over from New York City because like Mm -hmm. I mean people come to New York City that's probably our biggest melting pot in the U.S. I'm having to guess like immigration wise and then people I assume trickle down but don't go too far because you know yeah they want to be close to a big metropolitan area yeah exactly yeah that's a really cool idea um to think about and then also like do you think the people are different in general like are midwesterners nicer or are east coast nicer or like have you experienced anything um, like that i would say yeah so i don't think it's that big of a difference but i would say like yeah. you go to the grocery store and you say something like not like offhanded but you just say something like oh like sorry or like you know like the midwestern yeah. op like oh, <laughs> you yes. run into somebody and you like accidentally bump them and you're like oh sorry But here, like, I mean, I've never been bumped into in the grocery store or anything like that. But I would say, like, people are just, like, less willing to talk in public, which I appreciate. Like, I I don't really want – I really don't (laughs) want anybody talking to me in the grocery store. But sometimes, like, people have casual conversation, like, with somebody in the same aisle as them at the grocery store, a casual conversation with the cashier. You don't really have that here. Okay, that's really interesting. I believe But I like it. It's even New York. Yeah, that's very East Coast, actually. I like it, though. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. So next question is, what is your least favorite part or experience so far? I would just say, I don't know. That's kind of hard. I would say like, it would have to be like living farther away from Kyle. That's my least favorite part, but that's a given. But I, I don't really know. I would say like having to experience things on my own that I would rather experience with somebody else. Like, yes, I've made friends and stuff, but at the same time, like, I I can't see my like old friends that mm-hmm. like I've been friends with for years and I would love to experience like going to these new restaurants or like going on like date nights and stuff yeah. with people 
like even friend date nights and Mm -hmm. I can't do that with people that I've been friends with for years and I have to experience all these things with new people which I love and I wouldn't say it's my least favorite thing I would just Mm -hmm. love to show my other friends those experiences as well two things can be true yeah straight up (laughs) Uh, on the contrary was your favorite part or experience so far um I would say being closer to things because I've always been so far away like I still where where I live right now like I still have to drive like it's I live close to a grocery store but if I want to go to like I went to the movies on Friday night and Mm -hmm. like I have to drive like 15 minutes away my gym is 15 minutes away Mm -hmm. and like everything is kind of a like closer like I would say like when I was in school like the closest town from my college town was like 30 minutes away so I'd have to drive to that if I wanted to go to like a new restaurant yeah but I can go to like Alexandria and everything is right there and it's all in one place and I love that about this area I'm so excited to take my train from Alexandria I know I'm so excited wow yeah we'll have to plan out your train like when it leaves so we can get like a coffee in old town before (gasps) yes we can definitely do that oh my gosh that's so cute oh Mm -hmm. guys my visit with Marissa is gonna be so awesome I can't wait I'm so excited me too um my last question in that section of what has it been like is, do you have any regrets or things that you would do differently if you were to do this again? Um, I would say that I would probably be more in depth with the apartment hunt, which is what oh, Kyle yeah. and I are trying to do right now. Oh, so. Good. I looked up a bunch of places that were in the town that I was working in. Mm-hmm. And because of ease of travel and everything like that, that's really nice to live in the same town. Yeah. But I wish that I would have done more research on the town itself because I don't think that I would have just kind of like – I like kind of like like let it happen. Like okay. my roommate was kind yeah. of taking charge of like going and seeing stuff because she yeah. was coming to visit the area first. And I kind of wish – that I would have been like, oh, this town looks like it doesn't have much. I'd rather live in this other yeah. town. So like a so little bit I, more pickier even? Yeah. And like I wrote down, look up every apartment listing you can find to the area you're moving at, which yeah. like was a great thing. And I did look up that, but I've kind of limited it to only the town that I was going to be working yeah. in. And I would have much rather lived in a bigger city this past year, especially now that like things happened and now I live alone and I didn't even necessarily pick the apartment and it's not any animosity towards the roommate or anything, but I just wish that I, I could have had more of a say and it's like seeing hindsight's 2020, like I'm the only one living here now and I wish that I would have been in an area where it would have been more accessible to get to things like Mm -hmm. and do things on the weekend on my own now that I am alone. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And that's just, I don't know, an interesting thing to think about at all. But it's exciting you guys have another chance to do that. But I imagine, though, it's also different because had you lived somewhere else now, you would have lived there for a year alone, like yeah on your own and so now moving in with kyle you you guys might be looking he might be looking for something different right yeah than you would have done a year ago so yeah hindsight is 2020 yeah we were talking about it again last night we were just having kind of like based off of like us having this podcast recording today we were kind of talking about like him moving here and stuff and we're going um to apartment hunt on like Monday we're going to like look at an apartment yeah. and we only have one tour scheduled and I'm hoping that he can hear me because he's in the other room I told him to find <laughs> two places that we should okay. go and tour and yeah. he didn't have time with like school and stuff before he came here so I was like maybe if you can find some Let's more like we can go this week yeah so 
Um, we're very one and done people. Like we find the place, we <laughs> look at the place and we're like, okay, it's good enough. We're going to go there. Yeah. And That's I don't funny. necessarily want that to be the case because I know that we will be living there mm-hmm. for the first time together. First off. Yeah. And we'll also be living there for a year or more because it's not longer. 15, yeah. yeah. 15 month you leases like are cheaper. So it's something we could definitely oh, look at. That might be a difference. And, I've never heard of that in Columbus. Yeah, so they have like 15, 17, 18 month leases around here. And it's just because it's able to be cheaper and they're able to hold the apartment for one person. It is really nice. But I don't want to settle for something like just because like the one we're going to look at, it is in a good area and kind of like going back to like this, like where I'm living now, like, yeah, it's like good enough. But Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not the end goal of what I want to be living in. So maybe if we're able to look at more apartments and not be one and done people for once, (laughs) then we're, we'll be, we'll be a little bit happier staying in that place for an extended period of time. It's so funny you say that because I feel like Angela and I are literally the opposite. We are so one bajillion and pick the best. Like we are so like researchy brained and like logistically we're like, we got to find the best one. We're opposite. of one. It's so funny. That's probably our biggest difference in life. Probably, but we were even saying, like, we just, like, are put all our eggs in one basket kind of people. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, like, we saw this, it works, but <laughs> it, that's not always the best thing to do. Yeah, it'll be good to do some more. Also, what I was going to say is, I don't know if this is, like, the same in D.C. than, well, D.C. area. Guys, we say D.C., but she lives in Virginia. Yeah. I say D.C. So, you can say the DMV, which is the <gasps> D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. area. Okay, cool. <laughs> No, that's helpful. I mean, I guess it's not tri-state because DC, but anyways, that's a tangent. We don't have to go on. I don't know if it's the same, but a lot of places in Columbus, when we were looking at apartments, like we would have one or two tours scheduled and then we would just like literally cold call, like show up to a place and be like, hey, Mm. we're interested. Can we just look at something? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Here you go. So I don't know if you guys are interested in doing that. That might be worth a shot because like when we would tour apartments, right, they'd be like close to other ones. Like there would yeah. be like three or four like in this like little area and we would just show up and a lot of times they just let us tour or if not, you can at least get the vibes. But yeah, that's really fun that you guys are doing that. I thought apartment yes. hunting was so fun when we were doing it. Yeah, I'm excited. You get to see like all the opportunity of what your house will mm-hmm. be. That's so cool. Yeah. And apartment hunting looks a little different for us because like we'll send each other listings like back yeah. and forth and like send each other the websites and like talk about the location like on FaceTime or something. Mm-hmm. But we can't really like you know like we can't be like oh let's just like go there tomorrow morning before work exactly yeah that's rough uh actually i i had some experience with that too because when we got our first apartment angelo was at basic i think Mm -hmm. basic training and so me and my friend picked it and then we lived in the worst part of columbus (laughs) he yeah so that was a flop so i definitely i hear you like that is definitely hard to like pick something Mm -hmm. especially how your roommate picked for you like yeah it just has to happen sometimes but it's not always the best yeah for everyone but um my next section. So this is my third section. <laughs> um, I want to talk about some tangible tips. So I wondered if you have off the top of your head some life hacks or moving hacks that you can recommend. Yeah. So one of mine is uh, the last three on my list are actually Ooh. all of this. So okay, we kind good. of you planned your questions accordingly. And wow. I guess I planned my list accordingly. We're too good. So um, the first one I put is rent a U-Haul one way. I know it kind of seems like that makes mm. sense, but It really made sense when we were thinking about it. So if I remember correctly, I never wrote down any of like the numbers or anything, but I think it was about, it was close to $600 for the Mm. U-Haul. And that makes sense because we were driving like 400 miles and then the rental of the truck on its own. But 
this is actually a horror story. I don't think I ever told Uh you this. I doubt it. No, I don't think so. We had rented, I think it was a 15-foot box truck because Mm -hmm. I had, like, furniture. I had, like, my dresser that's behind me. I had my bed, and I had, like, pieces of big furniture. So we were like, okay, a 15-foot box truck should probably work well for all of the lengths and widths of everything. So me and my mom and Kyle went to the U-Haul place. Or maybe it was me, my dad, and Kyle. We had all gone to the U-Haul place to pick up the Mm U-Haul. Or maybe it was all four of us. I can't remember. But we all went there. And we walk in and we're like, hey, we're here to pick up the U-Haul for Marissa. We rented it about two weeks ago. Like, is it here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's on its way. The guy just said he was going to be like an hour late. And I was like, no worries. Like, we'll run down the street, get some (laughs) food and come back. And so when we like run down the street to get food and come back, we get a call. And he's like, yeah, the guy said he's not returning it today. And oh. I was like, that's not an option, that's buddy. Not how it works. <laughs> and we <laughs> were pl- we were picking up the U-Haul the day before I had to move. Oh yeah. So and because up. we didn't we didn't want to get it too early and we had to load it up the night before because mm-hmm. we were planning on leaving at like 7 a.m. the next day. Oh, God. And so we were like, all right, buddy, what do we do? And he's like, well, we were like, do you have any other trucks? Like, we'll take a bigger truck. We just can't take anything smaller because again, the size of my things. And he was like, um, let me check. So he like looks around. And he's like, "I have like a trailer," and we're like, "We're uh, taking a van. We can't pull a trailer literally. with all of her stuff." Not uncovered. And we're like, "No." <laughs> well, it was like you know the ones that are like the covered box truck okay, trailers, the small one. But he was like, "I have one of those," and we we're like, "That's not gonna work." Yeah. We have like, a queen size bed and some dressers yeah. and stuff. That's not gonna work. And we were like, "Do you have anything else? Like, is anybody else returning any other kinds of trucks today?" He's like, "No." And I was like, oh, "Well, geez. what do we do?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I can call around and see if anybody else has something." And then mm-hmm. we were like, "Okay." And he's like, "But I think that this location has one in stock, but it's a twenty-five foot trailer." Oh my god, that's huge! And that is huge. Like <laughs> yes. fifteen feet, we were like Almost perfect. Twice the size of what you needed. Or 15, 20 feet, like that's yeah. fine. Like that would have been perfect. And they're like, no, we got a 25-foot truck at this location. And we're like, okay. So we start driving to that location because it's like 40 minutes away from the location we were originally supposed to pick yeah. it up. And on the way there, they're like, we were like, okay, this is a 25-foot truck. We rented a 15-foot truck. They better not charge us for the bigger truck size. Mm-hmm. And so like they, I was trying to call people back and forth on the phone between the guy that we were supposed to pick it up for at the beginning and like oh now the gosh. location we're driving to now. And... All of that happened, and we ended up, like, actually figuring out, like, the whole U-Haul situation, and we got it, and finally, but we had, we wasted, like, two or three hours, and that was super annoying, because they had, like, sold out of all their U-Hauls, I had no U-Haul for a little bit, so that was really annoying. I don't know why U-Haul kind of sucks a little, I feel like they always screw stuff up like this. (laughs) Yeah, and we were, like, Jeez. planning... You know what pods are? It's yes. the way that, like, Natalie and Kaden moved. Like, we were thinking about that, but it was way too expensive for the yeah. amount of stuff that I had. It would have made sense if, like, we were moving into a house, house or something. Yeah. But it was way too expensive for the amount of things that I did have. And so... We ended up getting the U-Haul and all circling back to say, just rent the U-Haul one way because there's no reason to drive it back home. Right. You just need Empty, to drive yeah. it here and drop it off. And that's it. That's nice. Yeah. That's a great uh, moving hack. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And then let me open up my list. Yeah. It, the next one is have lots of help. You're not going to be able to do it alone. For You're sure. not going to be able to do it with two sets of hands. You need, I would say four hands is very helpful mm-hmm. because you can have 
like one person directing for the most part, one person holding the doors and then two people yep. doing the lifting. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really helpful. But my final tip is pretty funny. Do not have surgery a couple weeks before you move. Say that I'm like you say four sets of hands, but you had only one. (laughs) Yeah, I had one hand, and the 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 fourth and final set of hands was my one hand, and I. I had gotten surgery, I think it was two, three weeks before moving, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't a whole lot of help, Aww. and I felt so bad, but at the same time, I felt so grateful that yeah. everybody was able to help me, and like they For were sure. understanding, because they knew I wasn't ever planning. Yeah. yeah, they they knew I wasn't ever planning on having to get shoulder surgery, it all just kind of happened, and it was, it was a mess having to drive here in yeah. a sling, and being so uncomfortable because I felt like I couldn't get comfy in the car. And, like, I think I ended up taking off my sling to just, like, relax mm. it in the car for a little bit. But I was, like, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, I was drive. still getting I was still getting used to the sling. Like, I could yeah. barely bathe myself. Like, I wasn't having a good time. And it was just kind of annoying having to <laughs> look at everybody, unpack your stuff, yeah. and not really have a hand in knowing where it goes just, just because you, you couldn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's a great tip, guys. So definitely don't get surgery right before. Yeah, those are my three tangible tips. I love it. Okay, so then my next thing is I have just a couple more. What, and I have a few follow-ups, but I'll see if you have anything first. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the first step that you have to take if you're thinking about moving to a new state? Like, what is the first thing that you knew you had to do? Find an apartment. And how did you do that? That is the first thing. Did you fly down? You did online? Both? Um, I did online for the most part, and this area, you can only look at apartments about 60 days ahead of time. Holy moly, yeah. Yeah, they because you only have to put in a 60-day notice that you're leaving here. Yeah. And that's annoying, but also really great if you're already living here. Oh, you only sure. have to give 60-day like, notice. Yep. But it made it quite, quite annoying for being able to apartment hunt because we were like, okay, we knew we had the jobs in March, but we're moving in June, so we can't sign a lease until april so now we're in this weird month of limbo where we can't really like see what's available because even the websites wouldn't show you like the price if it wasn't available Mm. at the time and like you'd put in the date that you needed to move and nothing would show up yeah and that was that was quite annoying and that's annoying for me right now trying to apartment hunt again especially with kyle being not in the same state like that's a whole yeah layer yeah but i would say go and see it in person as quickly as you can. Like Mm. I had already signed the lease before I was able to see this place in person just because of the way everything worked out with like school and stuff. But my roommate was able to come and tour it and that's what was making the, made the final decision to sign the lease here. That, yeah, that is really nice that they got to see it first um, in person. And then, okay. So I have a few more of like, what changes logistically, for example, did you have to get a new driver's license and plates? Well, you have to, that kind of stuff. Tell yeah, us. So Virginia has this silly, silly, silly little rule oh. that you have to change your plates and your license within 30 or 60 <gasps> days of moving here. Oh, that's it's, like quick. It's really quick. Holy so. Crap. I luckily moved in in June and didn't start work until July, so yeah. I was able to yeah, go July. before work started. Wait, and whoa, that's crazy. 
I know. It's super quick turnaround. Like, they want you to become a Virginia resident as quickly as possible. yeah. Which, it is doable. You just got to make sure you have all the forms that you need for, um, like, getting your driver's license, like, normal in any state. Like, the three proof of addresses and then, like... Your oh, birth that's certificate so or whatever. Place because you just moved there, so you like. Yeah, yeah. But all you have to do to claim this as your pers- your primary, whatever, primary it is, permanent, yeah. yeah, your permanent address okay, or whatever. Yeah. You just have to do that with the U.S. Postal Service, and I think it's like five dollars mm. to submit that change of address form. Mm-hmm. And I did that, got that in the mail, and that was one of my proofs of address for oh, getting good. the new license. Nice. So it works out perfect. Okay. Did you notice? And this is something I'm very interested in. Um, a difference. So like. Was it super? Was it more or less expensive to register your car in Virginia than Ohio? Because I know Ohio's, is, I think, is cheap. And this no? is it's cheaper. It, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Tell me, and then I have a little I um, side think tangent. It's because so in Virginia they have property taxes okay. that are very different than Ohio. So okay. I have to pay property taxes on my vehicle every year. Mm-hmm. That's more than just the registration fee. Okay. And. I had to call my dad when I got this letter in the mail because I was like, Dad, I just got a $58 bill in the mail for six oh. months of driving in Virginia. That's weird. And he was like, what? So how do and you I pay was that? Like, do you pay that with your taxes? I guess. Or... It comes it comes out around tax season and you just okay. kind of like pay on the online portal. On. Oh, okay. Well, it's Whoa. not like, yeah, it's not so with your weird. taxes. You just pay the you pay the state, I guess, for Whoa. driving. Okay, yeah. That's great. But I... I didn't have to like do that with my registration right. because I remember when I went, I was like, oh, I want two year tags so I don't have to worry about it or whatever. Yeah. So uh, my tags are good until next year, but I got this $58 bill yeah. and my dad was like, oh, that's going to come with like the registration sticker you put on your car, like saying that your plates are good until this date. And I was like, I didn't get one of those. Oh. And he was like, well, you read the paperwork to me again. And I think I have it down here or something, yeah. but it was like, um, I don't know. It was like $58 and it was like, you are going to be registered to drive in the state of Virginia. Yeah, oh. I have it right here. It's okay. like, it's like the county of Fairfax, which is the county that I live in. Yeah. And it says like, it's like, you're just auto tax. I don't know. So weird. It's I'm so weird. I'm so glad I asked this question because I would have never guessed any of this. And the reason that I kind of thought of this is I was talking about renewing my tag. So when I do mine, it's like a hundred bucks because I have special Ohio State plates like the oh. charity plates or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when other people do, it's like 50, 60 in Ohio. I was talking about this with my mom's um, cousin who lives in Kentucky and her registration yearly, she's a one year at a time, $300 for her minivan. I was what? like, are you, what? Are you good? So that's why I was curious. I just never realized how much it differs from state to state, all the policies, all the costs, all the rules. Yeah. Do you remember how much I your mean, registration actually was? I think that I... It was like $75 okay, yeah. for my, it was like 60 to 75 for my license. And I think it was like 95 for my plates. Yeah. yeah but it was also Which, your first time getting them. So maybe as you renew, maybe it was, a, yeah, yeah, maybe it was a little bit more expensive, okay. but also something else that you have to do with cars here, mm-hmm. you have to do an emissions test or oh, wow. you have to do a safety inspection. Yeah. So for the state of Virginia, you have to do a safety inspection. Okay. And you have to pass that to be able to drive on the roads. Mm-hmm. And if not, you don't, you can't get your plates renewed if you don't okay. pass your safety inspection. Wow. Which is very different from Ohio, but yeah. a lot of like a that, lot though. of states that I know have those. Wow. Like I know that Pennsylvania has it and then a lot of the East Coast states have it. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the specific uh, county you live in, you have to do an emissions test as well. So mm-hmm. I live in Fairfax County and they have a lot of extra 
like environmental laws in place like we have to pay five cents for plastic bags at the grocery Mm. store because of like the it's just like a tax to help the environment and stuff and so I have to pay five cents for plastic bags but I also have to pay like twenty dollars for an emissions test to make sure that my car is not emitting anything bad into the atmosphere that's wild and you get that done at the same time as your registration yeah Wow. Well, you have to have that done before you can go and get your oh, car registered. Okay. Whoa, that's wild. So you take your car to like a place and they do it? Yeah. Yeah, I took mine. It was like one of those uh, like auto shops okay. at a gas station. And I just like drove through and they were like, yep, it'll take like 45 minutes. We'll just check your car. Whoa. And it's kind of like a like the safety inspection is just kind of like a checkup on your car. And the emissions yeah. test is just checking to make sure your car's not yeah. emitting anything that's going to harm the you environment. Ooh, wow. That is so crazy. My mind is that was right like. Now. That was the weirdest things that yes. I was like, I've never had to that deal with this. And I looked up, I looked up on the like DMV website and I was like, Hey, what do I need to get my car registered? Yeah. And they were like, you need an emissions test and a safety inspection. And I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> but wow. that was only like $40. So that's not yeah. too bad. No, it doesn't sound too crazy out there, but wow, that's a lot of different like things you got to check off your list every year. Do you have to do that every yeah. year you said before you register? Um, or yeah, every depending time you on- register. Got it. Yeah, I have to do the safety inspection every year because mine, there's a little sticker that goes on your dash that, oh my gosh, like, yeah. on your, like, windshield you have to put on there. And mine says, so that much. It, wow. mine says that it expires in June of 2022. So I have to get the safety and emissions test done again, but my plates are good until, until. 2024. Wow. Okay. Wow. That is, I'm shocked. Um, That's crazy. Okay, my other thing that I had on what changes logistically and just in general is what do you remember being the most expensive part of making this move? Besides your rent, I'm sure your rent or like whatever. Yeah, rent for sure. Um, That was a big change. Your rent is crazy. It was three times more expensive than my last apartment. Literally. (laughs) And Ohio is so affordable. I swear, like, I'd hate to move. I mean, everything is a little bit more expensive here just because it is a really mm-hmm. high cost of living area. But I would say like food for the most part, like the grocery stores, oh, okay. that mm-hmm. is like, I mean, I spend a lot more money at the grocery store than I used to. And then mm-hmm. also like going out to eat, like all the restaurants okay. are way more expensive. Like That's I went so to, I think the restaurant we went to yesterday, it was like four of us eating and it was like a hundred dollars to eat mm-hmm. for the four of us. Yeah. And like, you can normally go to a brunch and spend like 70 and that's like a normal right. oh, cost. Yeah, for sure. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sure. <laughs> now I just want to have a whole episode about how much stuff costs in different states. Yeah. That is but so wild. Gas as well. Like gas is a lot more expensive here. Oh, yeah. You're blowing like, my mind today. I'm just like, whoa. Like, just give me like a random cost. Like what have you seen on the gas station signs okay. recently in Ohio? I think I got my gas the other day for like 301. Okay. Maybe. Well, you might have a panic attack because there's a gas station right outside my apartment and I don't go to this one. There's one gas Fair. station that's like 10, 10 minutes of a drive away yeah. and it is always like 60 cheaper. cents cheaper. Oh, so I always go cents? to the, oh. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know, oh but I drove by that one the other day and it was like two ninety five. Yeah. But the one by my apartment, it's usually around three sixty, three seventy a gallon. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I, I always think about this too. Like in California, it's like $6. I'm like... For what? To sit on the highway for six hours? Yeah. I die. But gas is very, very expensive here, usually. But, okay, so I live on the end of Fairfax County. Fairfax County is a very expensive cost of living county. Okay, yeah. And then 
since I live on the edge, the next county over is Prince William County, and that is one of the lowest cost of living oh, counties wow. in okay. Virginia. So you can just so, hop over there. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I go and get my gas. It's a place called Fast Fuels. So if you're in this area, you there need you to find a Fast Fuels because it is always 60 to 70 cents cheaper than all of the other gas stations Whoa. around you. That is a lot of savings. 60 to 70 cents. I mean, that's crazy yes. when you think about like, gas. I, I literally drove by both yesterday and I didn't need gas. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to like stop because I see it. But it was like, I think it was like 285, 295 at mm-hmm. that gas station. And then I was on my way home. So I had passed it and I was going by the gas station that's right on the corner by my apartment. Wow. And it said 379 or something. And I was like, no way, no that's way. Crazy. I'm actually about to look up because I don't know. I always, I do always get mine cheaper because I go to Sam's Club. And Sam's Club oh. is always like, yeah, they got the deals there, but yes. I never really look like I seriously, I don't even look. I just buy the gas and then I mm-hmm. see how much it is at the end. Like I never check the actual prices. So I'm curious to see what we're running at here. I'm going to look up. Are you on looking my up travel. like average gas price? I'm looking up on um gas, buddy. Oh, it, it looks like around here. It's about three dollars and 30 cents everywhere. Average even gas Sam's price, Club. Virginia. Let's see. Three thirty. Okay, well, that's not true. It says the average gas pr- gas price is three twenty four, but that is not true. You should look <laughs> DC area, like DC metropolitan area. Average Wonder. gas price. We'll put Fairfax County. <laughs> it says nothing. Okay, oh. well, that's not helpful. I don't know what it's talking about because it's lying to me. I know that the gas station right outside my apartment is always like three sixty, and it never yeah, drops below that. For sure. <laughs> That is wild. Wow. Well, maybe that one's just extra expensive. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. That's crazy, though. Um, did you have any more tips that you wrote down? No. What oh were your gosh. final questions? That was my final question. Okay. The most expensive part. Um, but we've been we've been here for an hour, so I'm shocked that we um, yeah. talked so long about this. I'm really excited, though, because I hope if you're listening to this and you're planning, like, actually, I do have one more. If someone's okay. listening to this and they are planning on making a move halfway across the country, across the country, across the world to a new country, what's your biggest piece of advice? Be open one. to things changing because <gasps> Love it. no matter what the plan that you have in place to move is not going to happen exactly as you planned. Never. Like I didn't plan to have to pay this much in rent. I didn't plan to have to live alone. I didn't yeah. plan to have to, I don't even know what else, like mm-hmm. to pay this much money. Like I knew I was moving to a higher cost of living area, but I didn't plan that it was going to cost this much. But always be willing to ask for help with those things and always yeah. be willing to let things change. Mm, that's mine and Marissa's hardest part of life, asking people for help. Yeah. We like being in control over here. <laughs> I'm getting way better at it. Yeah. And maybe when it's 23 things I learned while being 23, I'll say yeah, asking for help is okay. Who knows? It totally is. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, thank you, Marissa, for all of your insights. Of course. I hope if you're listening, like this was helpful to you or even just interesting because I mean, yeah. I'm not moving, but holy <laughs> crap to hear about the price of everything and just in general I like talking about logistics of stuff like your new license plates and whatnot I think it's so weird to learn about I can't believe you have to do emission tests yeah I think it'd be so cool if we both like just save our receipts from our grocery bills for like the next two months do a little experiment See how much you spend for two people versus what I spend for one person over the next two months. Yeah, I actually, so I keep like a super detailed like budget just because I'm, you know, crazy mm-hmm. and I love money, but I know how much I spend every month on groceries. And I will say the months that we did HelloFresh, my grocery bill was way less, which is Ooh. shocking because HelloFresh is expensive or so I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so we should definitely do that. I was thinking the same thing, even just going through like, all right, let's talk about how much gas is today in our states. Let's mm-hmm. talk about groceries. Let's talk about going to a workout class. Like one workout class here is pretty affordable. I don't know about you guys. So yeah, we should totally do that on an episode. Just dissect it Yeah, all. we should. Wow. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Like I said, yeah. I hope this was helpful. Definitely, definitely follow us on Instagram at We Run On Coffee. We have been getting some followers there and it's very exciting. We yes. post every time we have a new episode. So if you guys don't want to miss it, follow us on Spotify or wherever you're listening today. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Public Radio, CastBox, all the places. That all you find of the podcasts. places. All of the places. Literally can't even name them all. And also definitely rate us five stars. You should. Leave a We're review good. too. We'll read it. So if you have we any um, comments, you want to rate us five stars stars give us a suggestion we'll definitely read it and yeah with that i'm erica and i'm marissa and we run run on on coffee. coffee see you guys bye